was designed to encourage you, bring you hope, show you God's love, and inspire you to live every moment with purpose. Psalms 23. Mm-hmm. This has been a eye-opening book for me. As I dove in it and studied, this has been a life-changing series in my life mm-hmm. because it has taught me how good God is to me. Yes. It has taught me that no matter what, the good shepherd has always had my back. Mm-hmm. It shows that the good shepherd will always lead and guide me. It shows that the good shepherd has my his best intentions for me, even when I didn't have the best intentions for myself. Mm-hmm. It shows us how good God is to us. Yes. And as we go now into the next verse in this, we're going to read. The entire book of Psalms 23. It's six verses. And we're going to read the entire thing. And it reads as thus. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yes. Heavenly Father, we say thank you. Thank you, God, for this opportunity we have to come in here and dine from your table. God, we thank you for keeping us all year long. God, this is the 52nd Sunday of the year, so God, we say thank you for letting us dine at the table for 52 weeks or for more. But today, God, we want to feast from heaven. Today, God, we want a gourmet meal from heaven. Yes. Today, God, we want to end this Sunday on a great note. Feed us, God. Feed our spirit. Feed our minds, God. That would push us into our new year and into our destination, into our promised land, and into our favor with you. Touch right now in the name of Jesus, God. Don't let anything distract us. Don't let anything stop us. Don't let anything come as a hindrance as this word is being delivered. Make it so, God, that it's planted on good ground and that it will produce fruit in its season, 30, 60, and 100 fold. Thank you, God. Bring back to my remembrance everything that you placed in my spirit, God, that you may be able to feed your people and they will be able to gain strength from your word. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray and let the congregation say amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. I didn't forget about the offering. We'll take offering afterwards, but I just wanted to get into the word of 
the Lord. As we continue in the series entitled The Good Shepherd from Psalms 23, I want to draw your attention to the fifth verse because now we are on verse number five. This verse deals with the after effects of the valley experience. So we're going to, so you've been through the valley, the valley experience. And going through the valley experience will drain you, both physically and mentally and spiritually. But you cannot go through the valley and not have it affect you in some type of way. But the key is that you have to make it through the valley on the other side. Mm -hmm. See, the enemy did not expect you to make it through the valley. Mm -hmm. The enemy did not expect you to get to the other side. Mm -hmm. The enemy did not expect you to stand where you're standing because he expected the valley to kill you. Mm -hmm. He expected the valley to humble you. He expected the valley to, to do what it do best and that was try to hold you captive. Uh -huh. He expected the valley to, to kill you. He expected the valley to destroy you. He expected to find carcasses flying in the air waiting to devour your body. He expected mm -hmm. that the valley was going to destroy you, not only physically, but mentally and spiritually. Mm -hmm. He did not expect to see you come out on the other side. Right. He did not expect you to walk out of the valley. Mm -hmm. He did not expect you to come out with your head lifted high. He did not expect you to come out with your hand lifted up and saying, thank you, Jesus. He expected you to die mm -hmm. in the valley. Mm -hmm. The enemy expected your dreams, your hopes, your future to be killed in the valley experience. He expected that to overwhelm you to the point that you wanted to give up, throw in the towel, to give in, to say, I give up, I quit, I can't make it no more. Mm -hmm. well. He expected it to kill you. But look at your neighbor and say, I made it through the valley because of God's grace and mercy. I'm preaching already. Mm -hmm. Amen. You all better stay with me because I'm going somewhere. God took an uncomfortable situation uh -huh. and made it comfortable. Yes. Because, because of his grace and mercy. He gave us peace in the midst of the valley. He gave us comfort in the midst of our storm. Mm -hmm. He gave us a peace of mind when we thought we were going to lose it. Mm -hmm. He gave us a peace of heart when we thought we were going to, our heart was breaking. Mm -hmm. God touched us in our valley experience. Uh -huh. it, it comes to the point where God even touched you when you were starting to doubt who he was. Mm -hmm. Because the valley was so heavy and so burdensome. God touched you even though you said, God, I'm doubting right now. I don't know how I'm going to make it. God's spirit came in and said, lift your head up. Mm -hmm. Keep your head up. You'll make it through the valley. In other words, God said, it's not going down like that. Mm. I'm not going to let you die in the valley. Right, right. You right. have to make it to the other side. Oh, Pastor, come on. The valley will not kill you, but it's necessary for you to go through the valley. So don't give up on God. For God didn't give up on you. Mm -hmm. Go through the valley, even though it might seem uncomfortable. Go through it and find comfort in knowing that God's hand is leading and guiding you through it. Yes. Don't give up on God. 
I don't know who I'm talking to, but God said, you're going to make it through your valley experience. My God. God, yes. tell someone on the line that God is going to take you through your valley experience. Don't give up. Yes. Don't give in. Mm -hmm. Don't bow to what you see. Because God has said, I'm going to take you through the valley experience. He says, tell him Deuteronomy 31 and 16. He said, be of good courage. Yes. Do not fear, mm -hmm. nor be afraid. For I am your God, mm -hmm. the one who goes with you. And he will leave you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. When you have the Lord on your side, you can make it through any situation. Uh -huh. The enemy is trying to bring to you. The word tells us in Isaiah 54 and 17 that no weapon oh, that is formed me. against me shall prosper. John 1 and 1 said, greater is he that is in yeah. me than he that is in the world. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, whatever you are facing the valley. God is telling you, I'm your Jehovah Nisi. Yes. All you have to do is look up towards me. Mm -hmm. Now that we have made it through the valley, the enemy is shocked that you are standing. He is shocked that the valley did not kill you. Mm -hmm. He is waiting. He was waiting to see if the valley was going to kill you. But now that you, you walked through and you made it through, he is shocked that you made it to the other side. Mm -hmm. He is expecting or was expecting you to die. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care how you come out of the valley. Crawl if you have to. Walk if you have to. But you must come out. Mm -hmm. You cannot stay in the valley. Yes. And when you come out of the valley, your enemy will be looking at you, wondering how he made it. How did she make it through that valley experience? How did they arrive and how did they survive? Mm -hmm. Going through what I have put them through. You can look at your enemy and say, I survived because God guided me. Yes, yes. I survived because God's mercy was on me. I survived because he made a comfortable yes. situation yes. that was uncomfortable. God graced me to go through the valley. Uh -huh. For those of you who thought that I forgot about the message, mm -hmm. didn't give you a topic for my message, I want you to look at your neighbor, look in the camera. As I'm looking in the camera now, looking around this room, look at them and say, look at me now. Look, Look, at at <laughs> yes. Look at me now. Look at me now. Yes. Look at me now. Preaching, Pastor. As we examine verse 5, we see not only is the enemy waiting for you to come out the valley, but God is waiting for you to come out the valley as well. Mm -hmm. God's expectation is that we go through the valley. For he tells us in 2 Timothy 2 and 3, you therefore Endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. When you are strong, you are stronger than you think. And you don't know how much stronger you can be in God. Mm. Because God will infuse you with his presence. Uh -huh. God will infuse you with his glory yeah. to make you stronger than you think. Uh -huh. See, the enemy will have you thinking that you're weak. The enemy will have you thinking that you are, 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 are not the one that God has called you to be. But when God puts his spirit in you, yes. you are stronger than you think. God's strength will give you the ability to walk through the storm. God's strength will give you the ability to endure whatever you have to go through. God's strength will give you the ability to look at the enemy in the face and say, I'm going to make it. God's strength will give you the ability to say, my mind is going to have peace. God will give you the strength and the ability to say, I'm going through, but yet I'm making it through the valley. God's ability will give you the strength to stand when others and you, even yourself thought that you would fall. God said, no, I'm going to stand with you. Stand with and because I'm standing with you, you shall stand. Mm -hmm. The enemy think that you are going to fall, but God says, stand, my son, 
stand uh-huh. my daughter. Yes. Amen. God is telling me, he, he is telling us, stop doubting me. Stop doubting me. I will not just make you thrive when this is all over. I will make you thrive when this is all over because the valley experience is over when God says you're coming through the on the other side. Amen. See, 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 so what happens here now is that when you get to the other side, God is waiting for you. Uh-huh. And God is waiting for you with a table that is prevent that is presented to you in the presence of the ones who thought the valley would kill you. Uh, well, well. See, he, he has set up a table right there at the end of the valley that's sitting there waiting for you to come uh, out. My God. And the enemies will see the table and they can't do nothing about can't it. Can't do nothing. All they have to do is just sit there and watch as God has prepared the table for you. They have to sit there and watch as God has put things on the table that will sustain you. They have to sit there and watch how God has prepared each and everything on the table for you to eat. And they can't do a thing about it. The table is there to replenish you. It is there to supply all the things that you lost in the valley. The table is there to make sure that you get the nutrients, that you get the word, that you get the strength, that you get the power that God, that of God, that when you was in the valley, you lost because you exuded it and you moved through the valley uh-huh. through his experience. But God said, now that you come out, I now have to replenish you. Yes, yeah. I can't leave you drained. I can't leave you lacking. Uh-huh. You have made it through the valley. Now uh-huh. I have to replenish you so you can continue the journey. Yeah. God said, get my strength from the table. Strength from the table. Thank you, God. Philippians 4.19 says it like this. And my God shall supply your all your needs according to his riches in glory. The table is set up in the presence of your enemies. God is going to replenish you and right in front of your enemies. Turn to your friends, turn to your enemies and look at somebody and say, what you meant for evil, God turned it around for my good. What would destroy me? Uh-huh. God said, no, I'm going to turn it around and they're going to be blessed by walking through the valley. Mm-hmm. God is now going to sit you down at the table and tell you to eat. And there is not one thing that the enemy can do about it but watch. Mm-hmm. He will have to bear witness to the fact that God has you in your God's hand is all over your life. Uh-huh. He will have to witness to the fact that you are anointed. He will have to witness to the fact that God's presence is on you and he can't touch you. He will have to bear witness that God is going to feed you and you're going to continue to walk in yeah. the presence of God. He will have to witness to the fact and bow down to the fact that you are sanctified by God. Yeah, my God. You better preach, sir. He will have to bear witness to the fact that he can't touch you. He can't touch you. No, he can't. Because God's hand is upon you. Yes. Not only will he watch you eat from the table, mm-hmm. but now he must watch God pour his oil on you. Uh-huh. Uh, he must watch as God's spirit now is poured oil on you. What is the significance of the oil? <laughs> what is the significance of the oil being placed on you? The oil represents the spirit of God. 
It represents that that place that you have been sealed uh-huh. by God. Uh-huh. See, when God places his oil on you, he seals you to the day of redemption. Yes. When God places his oil on you, he covers you from head to toe. When God places and pours of oil on you, it flows from the head down uh-huh. to cover your body. Yes. See, 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 when God places his oil on you, mm-hmm. he now calls, or you can now call him Jehovah Makisha. Which means the one who sanctifies me. Mm-hmm. See, when God's oil is on you, it sanctifies you for serving. It yes. sanctifies you and yes. puts you or sets you apart yes. for God to use you. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Because now you are set apart for his service. Mm-hmm. The oil is, is now placed on you to protect you. Notice in the scripture, he said. He did not pour, he said, he didn't pour. Notice in the street, he did not pour the oil on your feet. No, he did not pour it on your hands. He, t- he poured it on your head. Mm. Why did he place the oil on your head? I am so glad you asked that question. <laughs> he poured the well, oil on your head because if he pours it on your head, it flows down to the rest down. of yes. your body. Yes. See, 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 you must anoint the head first. Yes. For the Bible tells us. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Uh-huh. In order for us to survive, we must have the mindset of Christ. Yes, yes. See, see, we cannot adopt this mindset of the world and expect to continue to survive. We got to have the mindset of Christ in order for us to survive. Mm-hmm. See, see, let me give you some history here. When the shepherd was taking care of the sheep, he would take the oil and pour it over the head of the sheep. Mm-hmm. Why would he do such a thing? The oil served as two purposes. First, it protected the sheep from the harmful rays of the sun. Mm-hmm. See, see, you got to understand when they're, they're out there in the pasture, there is no shade. Mm-hmm. So now you got to find a way to protect the sheep. So he poured the oil over them, starting at the head, to protect them from the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, many of us, many of us are, 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 are getting burnt by the sun. But God is saying, I am here to heal your wounds. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, I'm, here, I'm here to heal the wounds that you suffered in the valley. You see, 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 you go through the valley, you get scarred, and you're trying to figure out how to heal the wound. God said, I'm pouring my oil on you to heal. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm pouring my oil on you to heal the wound. I'm pouring my oil on you to put a layer of protection on you. So that when someone is suddenly not hits you, you won't get burned. Mm. God is saying, let my oil heal you from what you went through in the valley. Let my oil take root in your spirit. Let it pour over you. Let it take out the malice in your heart. Let it take out the fear in your heart. Let it take out the doubting in your heart. Mm. Let it heal you from the inside out. Yes. Because that's what the oil does. We must allow God to heal us. And if we won't want to be infected. Mm. Uh, uh, the second reason for the oil is that it serves as a protective valve. Uh, I love this because the oil will run down the crevices around the sheep's ears, around the eyes, around the nose to repel flies, fleas, and parasites that will keep the sheep or, or get in the sheep and make it sick or even kill the sheep. 
Uh, I'm going to repeat that again. The oil, as it went down the sheep's ears, the eyes, and the nose to repel flies, fleas, and other parasites that will make the sheep sick mm-hmm. or even kill the sheep. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are in a situation here where we are ingesting too many things. Mm. We are ingesting too many things that is attempting to kill us and it's attempting to devour our spirit Uh and it's attempting to to make us feel nauseous and throw up about the things of God. God is saying, I'm going to pour my oil on you to repel those things that are trying to kill you. I'm going to pour my oil on you to tell you that I'm protecting you. I'm going to repel the disease and I'm going to repel all those things that I, that will try to infect your spirit. Mm-hmm. The malice that's trying to affect your spirit. Uh-huh. The anger that's trying to affect your spirit. Yes. The envy that's trying to affect your spirit. I'm going to pour my oil on you to protect you. Uh-huh. So those things don't kill you. Uh-huh. And put you out of my will. Mm. Now, God is bringing you or God has now poured the oil on you. Mm-hmm. And yes, it starts with the eyes. And he poured the oil on him because God doesn't want us to walk by our natural eyesight. Mm-hmm. See, see, the oil was poured on us so now we can walk by the spirit and not by sight. Yes, my God. The oil was poured in our ears so we can hear the voice of God and the strength of the voice not follow. Yes. The oil is protecting our nose so, so we can Breathe the very breath of God. Because it says in the beginning, God breathed with in the nostrils of man. He breathed into the nostrils of man and then became a living spirit. So our nose is important uh-huh. because this is where the breath of God came into man. Yes. So we have to protect our nostrils. Yes, yes. Because we have to breathe in the very breath mm-hmm. of life from God. Going, God is now going to bring you out of the valley. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to bring you out without, he's not going to bring you out to heal you and not protect you. Mm-hmm. See, 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 God healed you at the table. And now he still has to protect you. When you're going through the valley, you have to, to deal with your natural and spiritual man. See, see, so now that you have already dined at the table, and now that he has already places all you over you. The one more experience you have to have is that your cup now has to run over. Mm-hmm. My God. Uh, see, 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 your valley experience will be a humbling experience. Uh-huh. Your valley experience will leave your cup empty. Mm. It will drain you physically, mm-hmm. spiritually, mm-hmm. and emotionally. Mm-hmm. It will leave you on E. Mm. Where sometimes you have to crawl to get out the valley. Jesus. You're going to have to roll to get out the valley. You'll be walking sluggish to get out the valley. Mm-hmm. But you have to get out of the valley because that's where your strength is. Mm-hmm. That's where God said, I will refill your cup. I will give you the strength that you need. Mm-hmm. But you have to make it out of the valley. Yes. See, the valley is a humble experience. It will show you you. It will show you that you cannot make it without God. Mm-hmm. The valley will kill the pride that's in your heart. The valley will kill the malice that's in your heart. Uh The valley will kill everything and strip you down 
of everything. Mm-hmm. Because God wants your cup to be empty. Mm-hmm. Because if your cup is empty, he can now fill it up. Mm-hmm. He can't fill up an empty cup. Mm-hmm. If you're filled with malice, he can't pour his love in there. If you fill with such envy, he can't do what he needs to do. So God has to empty you out oh first. And then pour his spirit in you. Yes. And when he poured the spirit in you, then you begin, begin to overflow. Mm-hmm. Your vessel needs to be empty in order to be filled. My God. And when you make it through on the other side, God will pour into your spirit. And he will begin, and your cup will begin to overflow. What will your cup begin to overflow with? Your spirit of love, the spirit of joy, mm-hmm. the spirit of peace. The spirit of long suffering, the spirit of kindness, the spirit of goodness, the spirit of faithfulness, the spirit of gentleness, and the spirit of self-control. Your cup will begin to overflow mm-hmm. with these things or with these desires that God has placed in you. And now you can bear witness that God's blessing is over your life. Mm-hmm. See, your enemy at that point will have no choice. But declare that you are truly anointed mm-hmm. and that you and that you have the hand of God over you. Mm-hmm. See, the enemy now will look at you and say, I can't touch you. Mm. And you can look at the enemy and say, look at me now. Mm. Because when you look at me now, Jesus, I'm not the same person that went in the valley. No, I'm, not. I'm not the same person that went through the valley. Mm-hmm. I'm not the same person that you thought was coming out of the valley. Mm. But I want you to look at me now. I don't look like what I've been through. Thank you. I don't look like what you tried to put me through. Mm-hmm. But I look like the image of the one who took me through the valley. Mm-hmm. And that is Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, you want to say thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God, for this word. Thank you, God, for this opportunity we had to step out and hear what you had to say. Mm-hmm. God, I thank you. For the people that was here, for the people that was attentive to your word, bless it right now. Move on it right now. Let it be planted in good grounds right now. And we'll be mindful to give you honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. I pray that the word was a blessing to you as it was to me. Mm-hmm. Look at your enemy and tell him, look at me now. Mm-hmm. Because God has blessed me. Jesus. Look at me now. Look at me now. Because I am so much different from when I went in the valley. Mm-hmm. And now you have no choice but to acknowledge that God's hand is on my life. Mm-hmm. Look at me now. You would never look at me the same mm-hmm. because God has anointed me. You would never treat me the same mm-hmm. because God has anointed me. Yes. And I will never be the same because God has set me apart for his service and for his glory. Amen. Amen. What a mighty word we just heard. I pray that the words that were spoken will encourage you to dream again. Listen, I need you to share this podcast with your family and friends. I also need to follow me so you'll be notified when a new show launches. I would like to hear from you too. If you are blessed by the word, you can leave me a comment by emailing me at lindsayjones at destinytemple.org. I would also like you to be a blessing to the ministry. You can do so by visiting the church website at www.destinytemple.org. Remember to live every moment with purpose. Until next week, 
Be blessed.